0: Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to the female protagonists in fiction,
1: film, and the stage, co-hosted by Katie Zetter and India Marie Paul. Here at Damsels in Dialogue, we support the LGBTQ community and all women because trans women are women. For our second season, we have wands at the ready and
0: we'll be discussing the women of the wizarding world. We start the season with two witches that show how different two friends and heroines can be, Ginny Weasley and Luna Lovegood. Welcome to this episode. Um, We are so excited to dive into this. And with the spooky season upon us, we wanted to encourage, if the uh, magic behooves you, to shop small and Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. purchase some magical merch from one of our fine sponsors. Uh, Just a little bit about the sponsor of this episode today, Windermere Wand Shop. They make wands mm-hmm. stunning wands they all come with their own stories and here a lot of magic in every wand. The Windermere wand shop has been making exceptional wands out of the highest quality materials for some time. No two wands are alike in the same way that no two people are alike. From a wand of simplistic elegance to those who make a powerful statement which wand shall choose you? I
1: wonder. You can find them at windemerewands.com. Oh they're so mm-hmm. beautiful. Check them out. I love it. It's Tis the Season. We're so excited to be back and talking about some witches this season. Oh, I'm so excited. This is a perfect time of year to do it. There's two lovely ladies to do. Yes. Oh, These these characters I adore. So we get to talk about Jenny Weasley and Luna Lovegood today. I love their friendship, which we will get to, but they're just so different in... So wonderful! I actually didn't know book version of Jenny until I was an adult. Yeah. Because so just a little, a little uh, backstory on us mm-hmm. and our
0: relationship with this book series. It is. I started reading it a couple of years after the third book had barely come out when I started reading it, and I read mm-hmm. the first three all within a month or uh, two months, <laughs> and then yep. uh, read them as they came out. You know, I've been at the midnight releases, and <laughs> as I'm sure many of you have been. The movies, and all, all this stuff—it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy times. There, when spoiler alert, people were screaming down the street that Snape killed Dumbledore. <laughs> oh yeah, the second sorry. night that it came out, <laughs> uh, the book came out. Like that was a wild times, a wild times to be alive. Um, so that is my experience with it. I've read it a bunch of times. Um, I just started
1: when it when it was happening. Um, yep. But India, you started a little bit of both, right? I did. So I actually listened to the first four books on tape, and it was my first introduction to audiobooks. And what an audiobook to get introduced to, because if you have <laughs> never listened that? to it. It was when I was young. Yeah. So it, it was when the I think the, the first three or four had come out. Yeah, so yeah, I wasn't yeah. right there at the beginning.
0: Uh, right, right. I kind of
1: jumped onto it, and then by that time, all the movies were coming out. Before I had time to read the books, right, right. So I never, I you know, shame, I never <laughs> no, finished fine. reading them. So I, I listened to the first four on Right,
0: the movies are
1: they are, and I love them. And then I didn't experience the last three books until I was an adult. And this was only three years ago that I bust through <laughs> the entire series at like a receptionist job yes. I had in <laughs> two weeks. I I just read the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. And I remember calling you after I'd finished the book being like, what is happening? <laughs> what are all these things that I didn't know existed? Yeah. Like there's so many things. And especially with Jenny, because she is just so fleshed out in the book. Like I really mm-hmm. feel like we get to know her. I really feel like she grows. And yeah. uh it's just it's just so delightful. I really think it's going to be
0: cool to have it's almost two different perspectives Mm -hmm. me who read it from the get-go and then you read it as adult because I think it is very different reading as adult and not in a bad way yeah necessarily parts (laughs) yeah yeah but that's not the reader's fault no No. um but yeah I'm I'm like really excited to discuss these characters with you I just wanted everyone to to see a heads up of our different directions we're
1: coming at it oh yeah really cool I'll probably say things that are really ridiculous because I am like only a two-time thrower. it's so. okay. So <laughs> be prepared.
0: Speaking of rereads. Yes. Dear podcast listeners, I would like a moment of silence for my copy of <laughs> Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban as it gave its last reread <laughs> <laughs> and officially succumbed to full breaking full the binding breakage. has shorn <laughs> its, it's <so> bum <laughs> I'm sure I'll put a picture up somewhere on the damson dialogue something for you all to, yeah.
1: do. to mourn its loss <laughs> So. <laughs> it's so like it's so fascinating that's like my favorite movie was the third one so yeah. the fact that that's the There's one so that like passed during this so yeah um but yeah we we're very excited to so
0: dive into these characters and i believe we wanted to start with Chinny as she deserves oh, to be so first much. just based on the slanders
1: the movie did her oh so, so. much so <laughs> much is des- like so deserving and I will be honest, I did not remember what her real name was until this second read-through. Yeah, because you know what it, i don't know if it's ever said until Muriel says it. So that's a fun. That was that. This is my like—I've read it twice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, her name's not obviously her real name is not Jenny. Like that is an, that is a nickname. Um, but we so yeah. we're gonna try and go like book by book and and talk about yeah. these these characters and get and through the see character progression of them mm-hmm. to see them to see them grow. I'm
0: I'm real excited to immediately die from that. There, um, go. <laughs> I'm ready. Book. So the first time we see her, she's not in it a whole ton. You know, she wants to go to Hogwarts much like everybody else. Can't yeah. her all her brothers are gone? She's too young. Yep. You know. Yep. Something really, really cute that happens is the first time Harry gets on the train and leaves. Ginny mm-hmm. is running after That's them. Right. She runs after the ch- the train. The last time Harry takes the train to Hogwarts, Molly is running after the train.
1: That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the only time Molly does that. That was a little tie-in of the two. That's really cute. Mother-daughter. That was really sweet. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, I also wrote, look, there's Harry. And then my own comment next to my notes, brothers are chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> like, she doesn't even make an effort to say goodbye to them. She's no, just like, she's like thrilled. but Harry Potter. Like, and Harry Potter <laughs> gets back off the train and she's like, there he is. Yep. Yeah, Don't care
1: about the brothers. And her, I will say, like, her progression with this like crush i think it's really interesting because we we all know where she ends up but to her a figure that has been non-stop like a savior and he's just yeah, there it's a famous person yeah it's a, a famous, a famous person. person yeah like she's she's the girl that
0: all of us were with the the you know poster on the wall One can you day. imagine if
1: your brother <laughs> just like brings him home casually Dead. Like, yeah. She's described so much in the first and the second book of like every time she sees him just shutting up. First book? No, she talks to him the whole time. Oh, that's right. It's not until... It's not until the second book that second she book
0: is Star because the first book, you only see her a couple of times. It's her that's right. going to the train and from the train. Mm-hmm. And both mm-hmm. times she is unafraid to loudly yep. proclaim, which is what she's like. Yeah, that's who she is. But of course, you know, when you are mm-hmm. so starstruck, you run away from your crush yeah. understandable
1: it's really cute i'm assuming we can oh yeah venture book to book two. Two. we've got there <laughs> yeah my, yeah my first my first note is that she knocks things over when she sees harriet the burrow it's really cute like, that is so endearing it's like <laughs> yeah we've all felt that it's yeah really it's cute. it's a
0: really endearing like and, and very realistic crush i think
1: mm-hmm. that she has on him like yeah it is
0: portrayed well mm-hmm. and doesn't to me at least it doesn't come off as immature it comes off as yeah. She's an eleven year old girl of the girl. yeah,
1: yeah, she's young. She's, you know, it it feels like puppy love. it feels mm-hmm. it feels genuine. doesn't yeah. it feel too forced. It was really sweet. You do get to see her in the second book Stand up to Lucius Malfoy. Mm-hmm. and I yeah. just I just wrote like, yes, you're this is just <laughs> a highlight into what you grow to be.
0: she the first time she spoke in front of Harry was to tell off Draco, yeah. It's the first time she speaks in front of him on purpose, mm-hmm. obviously, because mm-hmm. on accident she gets run and runs away. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because she she listens to him and understands him. It takes her a bit to fully understand him, mm-hmm. but at this point she's, she's starting to get it. Something that I also really enjoyed about her, mm-hmm. she's not enthralled with Lockhart. She is one of the no. few girls mentioned who is not enthralled with him. Mm-hmm. She's not like anti-Lockhart. She's no. just... Not giggling. Ah, uh, That not, guy that mom
1: likes. Uh, yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's, she is one of the more level-headed of the group. And this is, I am happy that she kind of takes a front seat at the end of this book, obviously, yeah. with the uh, Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. And this is like a pin for as she's growing. What I think is really interesting, and you, you learn more about it later uh, in the books, is that she is one of the few people who has had a direct contact with Voldemort. Extremely unique, like other than Harry. They (laughs) were set up very early.
0: And speaking of talking to Tom Riddle, the diary is mentioned immediately. Mm -hmm. She, they have to go back for it because she leaves it at the burrow. That's right. She is the third, it's like the the chaotic we're trying to leave and like friend George forgot their filibuster fireworks and like all these things. And Jenny's the third stop. And they have to go back because she screams that she forgot her diary. And in a separate universe, Molly Weasley went, we are not going back Ginevra. Yeah. And Tom Riddle never made it to Hogwarts. But alas. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy, too, the little relationship that he ha- she has with Hagrid because I don't think mm-hmm. she intended that because she met him totally based on trying to look for Harry. And yeah. And then it turned into a little a little friendship.
1: She stands up for him very specifically when anyone's like, he's not mm-hmm. the best teacher. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. jumps on it just as passionately as like Harry does. And Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, I
0: don't know. It's kind of cool. I like that. She she does that a few times. Some mm-hmm. of the friends, um, she has a core group of friends that are just the, the fourth year friends as they're referenced. Yeah. But all of the named friends mm-hmm. that she meets, I think it's very interesting how she meets them because they seem to be very like unintentional. <laughs> Meeting yeah. up your
1: best friend, you know, yeah, it fits, which is kind of fun. Something that I noted a couple times, especially when she starts dating in future books, is that mm-hmm. it feels like this is one of the the few characters in the series that has an entire life outside of the golden trio she references meeting luna before luna gets brought in like she is Mm -hmm. dating other people and yeah like you know there are people connected but it's people outside of the group it you know she dates the Ravenclaw first so it um, michael michael yeah she seems to have a life outside of the main there she's not part of it yeah she's never in the golden trio
0: so it's It's not until book seven that she's invited in on anything and even then it's minuscule yeah. Which is cool because she doesn't need to be there. She no. has her own mm-hmm. independent thing. With that, something that I think is very interesting, too, is how she relates to uh, her different siblings. And you see her mm-hmm. grow with that. Her relationship with Percy, which you see a lot in the second book. Yeah. It, it's interesting because she definitely has a different relationship with all her brothers. Mm-hmm. It's it's a different, a different tie to each of them. And Percy, I think, is the most unique to me. Yeah. Because on one hand... She can allow him to bully her into taking a potion that she knows she doesn't need,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because she does not have a cold. She just looks sickly because killing stuff, you know. stuff's going down yep. in her life. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> you know? So she can be bullied into it, but then at the same time, she's like keeping this big secret from him for him, yeah, rather and not saying anything and then later when she does say it her first reaction immediately is like please don't make fun of him for it
1: yeah i don't yeah please
0: don't you know which is kind of interesting because that's absolutely not how she behaves with others in this book you mainly get her and percy Mm because percy i think is very excited to be the prefect older brother yes to uh help his little sister Mm -hmm. in any way he can which you know isn't always helpful (laughs) <laughs> you
1: know but it is it is sweet that you do see such different reactions because she tries to protect percy's feelings because he actually has a girlfriend It's very unique for him very yeah it's it's <laughs> it's like it almost seems kind of protective for him and then when he when you get to the screaming match later with ron like just tearing yeah. into him yeah. about not kissing girls like it it's really they're closer
0: in age. Yeah. They're they truly grew up together. They are the closest in age of any of the siblings. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has at least a two year age gap. I of that was interesting that because sometimes I feel like you can write throwaway things mm-hmm. just to like whatever expensive away. But this one was backed up. It's uh, Ron tells everybody that like, oh, Jenny is super worried about Miss Norris because she really likes cats. And I mean, Ron is wrong in the sense of why she's upset. but Yeah. <laughs> but Correct in that she likes cats. Yeah. Because she has she is seen with Crookshanks so much. More than Hermione yeah. is sometimes. And Crookshanks behaves better around her.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is kind of cute. I think it's 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 fun. And it also ties a little bit to why she would also thoroughly enjoy Hagrid's class, because not only is it Hagrid, but mm-hmm. I'm sure she also enjoys the animal aspect.
1: As well, yeah. I will note that in book two, she does get into a a somewhat of a damsel in distress situation, you know, yeah, full on yeah. with like a sword and a and a beast. But I think what makes me what makes me not be like ugh another damsel in distress is who she is in the series. Like she's not someone who mm-hmm. constantly needs saved or asked to be saved. It's
0: no, she was
1: possessed by the most evil wizard, right? You know, like right, right. it is a technical damsel in distress. Oh, uh, of course it is. Yeah, but she, I never yeah, question she, her she ability. Talked to a
0: dark lord. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she's eleven. Right. Yeah, she she made a, a a dumb dumb mistake, and that's fine because mm-hmm. a lot of the characters in this need saving at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's definitely. Not, it's not just women. I, I will say that in the in the series, and it. It's interesting what mental state she must have been in to need that friend in the diary as much, and I'm sure like he fed into it. He explains it. Yeah, he. I mean, Tom Riddle reads her,
0: reads her for filth, as mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the end, and you, I mean, you can see that going through all the stuff leading up to that. You have her super super worried about Ron. Yeah, because Percy keeps telling her him that her that she's he's going to be expelled, yeah. and she's so worried about it. She's traumatized because the twins keep trying to cheer her up by scaring her That's with foils right. and hair over their faces. So yeah. she's she's scared. Whatever you know, like she's trying to keep something here. from them to try and protect Percy. Yep, she's away from home. Yeah, the twins are are mortifying her. Yep. So you have mm-hmm. all of this stuff leading up to it of being the only girl, being the youngest, being babied. She has a lot of similarities to Ron that Tom does bring out and Mm -hmm. explain of like, Ron also feels inadequate. And how do you compare? How do you compare to people like Bill Weasley, who works for Gringotts and is like, one of the coolest people. Yes, I would argue second coolest to Charlie Weasley.
1: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> who fair. is a yeah. literal
0: dragon tamer. Like what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, a little bit to live up to. You right. know, in the Percy's family. on his way to to being head boy and everything. Like, there's a lot of stuff for her to try and and deal with. And she grew up with the twins who have each other, mm-hmm. and then ron who's in between the twins and the only girl so i'm sure he wasn't super thrilled because he probably didn't get that much attention either
1: yeah Yeah. you know
0: so this poor thing and famous harry potter will never love her
1: oh yeah you know i did note that at the end of it after almost dying she seems more afraid of getting expelled and what her mom will say than the fact that she almost got killed by a basilisk and and tom riddle um, um, I mean, Molly Weasley's terrifying. Yeah, you know, she's terrifying. <laughs> she has written very, uh, very fear inducing. She's, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, but, and that's like one of the, I think it's the second time that being expelled overcomes the idea of dying in this series. <laughs> like, it's a very specific well, fear in this think series. Think about it for her, though, because mm.
0: now she's going to be the disappointment of the family. And she, or that's yeah. what she's scared of. Yeah. At that yeah. point. You know, she's super scared of being nothing and, and mm-hmm. not worth
1: anything and, and all of that. Yeah. And we don't get a whole bunch of scenes in general with Molly and her, but you do, I at least get the sense that they're pretty close. They're comfort, yeah. like they're not oh, trying to get away from each other. You, they comfort each other oh. on different times. They She has a weird sister's poster in her room and that's who Molly likes too. So you I, you can see that they're decently yeah. close and it's the only girl. I mean, yeah. So, so many children.
0: <laughs> so is... many. Going to uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> her and her, her crush, even just in this book, because that's mm-hmm. when the crush is like really introduced. Yeah. And sometimes she gets Harry, right? But sometimes she doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like that terrible Valentine she sends him.
1: I was about to say this is the one she, with the Valentine, she right? She does it multiple times.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's the one that sings to her. Yeah, it's
1: awful. It, oh. It's like shrill is what it's described as. Like it's, um, so that's
0: the one that, because it's Lockhart. So it's the little, it's the little dudes. She sends yeah. a different get well card that's shrill. Yeah, that's right.
1: The get well card's the one with the.
0: Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. And I think that may be in a different book. Yeah, it's in a different book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's <laughs> so crazy. Cards. So it's, yeah, she, you know, she like sometimes gets some, sometimes doesn't, which I think is very. understandable i thought it was very cool though that in the moment when push comes to shove and she wakes up and is immediately concerned she starts to like she wakes up full realization of what she's done Mm -hmm. cries tells harry everything in that moment she's so full of emotion i don't think she understands it's even harry at that point oh yeah she is just mortified Mm -hmm. and been through so much that she just dumps all of this on the first person in front of her. Mm -hmm. Um, She is not afraid to speak to him. Mm -hmm. Him being a crush is like the least of her worries. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah,
1: there's a huge (laughs) basilisk (laughs) that's dead next to you. Like, right.
0: (laughs) Like, that was really, really Mm -hmm. cool. And I understand for her in that moment um, Just start going back to Tom a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, we learn about him and that he is a master of manipulating people. Yeah. She is easy, easily manipulated at this point as being a young and impressionable mm-hmm. girl. And that had to have course, an effect. Later is different.
1: Uh, yeah. It had to have an effect on her, like never letting someone manipulate her again. You know, you mm-hmm. do get the sense that she definitely stands up for things that she think. Like, yeah. that what she Like she never holds back. And I wonder how much of an impression being so manipulated mm-hmm. when she was so young had on her. Right. And this is one of the
0: few moments you see Arthur angry. Yeah. He mm-hmm. almost never gets mad at his kids. And this is one of the first times that he outshines Molly's, mm-hmm. Molly, <laughs> Molly's frustration of how many times have I told you not to trust something that you can't tell where the brain where its brain is. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. I think it shaped her quite, quite a lot. That's some trauma. Um, yeah, it's
1: <laughs> that's a big trauma.
0: Yeah, that summer, my, that was probably tough for her to try yeah. and like really understand that it wasn't her fault because in I'm, the long run it wasn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we do get a little bit like of a reminder because the third book, you don't we don't really talk about it that much. Like what happened in book two with her specifically mm-hmm. when the dementors come, she is very specifically stricken and affected by them more so than some of the others. And yeah, I immediately that. went, yeah, it's like I mean, like, well, yeah, you almost died. You have trauma; they can they can take yeah. from you, like and they forget that. Yeah, they forget
0: it because she has to remind Harry mm-hmm. in in book five. Yeah, she is a strong person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And speaking of her being a strong person, something that I thought was interesting with her brothers' relationships mm-hmm. is she in at this point
1: mm-hmm.
0: doesn't want to tell Ron. She's too embarrassed and worried, like to she. You know, she tells Harry and then lets Harry tell tell yeah. ron yeah what happened she's too upset to tell him she doesn't we you know and and you see that a couple times when mm-hmm. she's younger um that things that she's particularly embarrassed about which is not much yeah <laughs> there is very little that, like yeah Jeannie gets embarrassed over yeah but ron is one of the few people that she doesn't want to let know yeah which i found very interesting mm-hmm. but after the the journey of this whole thing, her being able to talk to Harry and be yeah. happier. I mean, she still gets red faced, but
1: like, yeah, yeah. Book three can like still look in the, his direction.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does, you know, she's yeah. able to look in his direction, yep, and everything, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I would say this book, she grows a lot, mm-hmm. and I would say that over the series, it's less of her growing and more of us getting to see who she is.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. You know, yeah, like book, uh, book three, it has a lot more of Hermione. In it, mm-hmm. like Jenny was kind of a pinnacle point of the plot in in book two. Yeah. But you still get like at the beginning, she's still a little blushy. That's it. I did yeah. write Get Well card. Yep. That's Same the Get Well card.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. This is <laughs> my words. Uh, She can speak to him now, but he's still her crush after all. Yeah, And she is only 12. <laughs> she's 12. Yep. So she still like gets read. They're set up very early to get mm-hmm. together. There's a couple of moments that you have. Even in this little bit that she's in book three, her and Harry having a private laugh about Percy when they, they like get through the yeah. wall yeah. <laughs> at the train station. He's like, oh, I see Penelope. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> like, And it's not the group. It's Ginny and Harry have yeah. a, a little like little giggle. But this is where we first see actual Ginny. Yes. This book. When um Ron very rudely and bluntly tells her to get out of the compartment. Yep. And she retorts, mm, "Oh, that's nice," mm-hmm. and walks off. Yep. that's like what she's actually like. That's that's how you would behave yep. with a sibling. Mm-hmm. We already talked about her and Neville were mm-hmm. equally as affected by the Dementor. Yep, she did let Hermione comfort her.
1: Yes, uh, after that, their relationship we can talk a little bit about in this one is um, is really interesting to me because we we learn later how much she helps Ginny get over the the initial crush. But I mean, th- she stays over and is her roommate. Every time that she's at the burrow, Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So they have to get somewhat close right, during the right. series.
0: Right, <laughs> I think it takes a while, though. Because yeah. I have a couple notes of, like, there's... She knows... Hermione knows a lot of, like, getting ready chat. Mm-hmm. Basics of Hermione's yeah. life and vice versa. But there's still a lot of stuff that Hermione's... Especially Hermione is surprised about yeah. Ginny. And I think that comes from not from a lack of talking, but a lack of, like, being around her. hmm But she... Also scolds Fred. Yeah. In that book. Because yeah. he he's like, you know, the twins also, you know, comforting. Mm. Depending on the person. True. Not their forte. Not yeah. their forte. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, Harry liked it, but teasing Ron about his dead rat. Not maybe great. maybe not great. Not great. Um, and and she scolds him mm-hmm. about it. So that's another like, sneak peek yeah, <laughs> of Jane to come. Yeah. Because book three, she's not in a whole ton. Okay. But you do get to see a little bit of that progression of, like, mm-hmm. you're seeing those, like, yeah. Oh, that's what she could be.
1: Yep. <laughs> see, and we get in... Book four, we get a little bit more of it. In book four, we get yeah. introduced to... um her love of Quidditch, which is mm-hmm. really cool because she goes the World Cup and I specifically note that she's really into it. And I'm like, here we go. Here's the we get to kind of understand that that's a like she chooses to it. sit
0: by Charlie.
1: Yeah, probably because Charlie actually can talk about it
0: <laughs> because, well, Charlie almost went pro.
1: Oh, that's right. So that's yeah, he could have
0: gone pro. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead he chose dragons dragons which i mean obviously what a thing but, to live
1: up to i mean i can't
0: <laughs> charlie right yeah and he's so chill about it like he's so excited to to tell her about it and this is where i i really like this book too because you get to see the rest of her siblings you've, you've yeah. seen her interact with percy you've seen her interact with ron you get more of her with ron she named Pidwigen.
1: yeah and i looked up what that means and it means an <laughs> insignificant or simple person i mean <laughs> like, well, is she wrong on an owl i'm like oh it's kind of a funny name and then i looked it up I'm like oh no she was being rude she was yeah, being i mean <laughs> is it not it's i mean he's like the uh, size of a snitch 100 <laughs> accurate but so wow cute. the sass she loves him. i did not she understand the sass until i looked it up and <laughs> i went mm. okay okay and ron doesn't mind yeah, Rod let her like, name Ron it. Rod doesn't mind
0: at all, but that she named it. You yeah. Know? Like it's kinda sweet. Yeah. I mean, she's still I I did make a note that she's still not allowed. She's yeah. not part of the trio. Yep. So they constantly um keep her out of things. Yeah. But I did write too. She's just happy to be invited to hang out with her brothers. Mm-hmm. She's just con- she enjoys them all. She's thrilled. Like she's noted as being enjoying watching Bill and Charlie fight with
1: tables outside. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, like her whole you know. her whole family's there. I mean, they're so much older than her. I'm sure they she didn't really get a lot of time with no. them. Like like they're kind of like a uh, like foreign to her. They're not yeah. They're not someone that she you know has spent time around. And I no, love that it's she like holidays up. Yeah, it's like I love that she sticks up for Bill's hair. Like yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. come on, mom, get with the times. Yeah, You're old <laughs> so fashioned.
0: I also love that she's not a morning person.
1: (laughs) I relate. And it's very endearing. (laughs) Love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. This is a really nice one to see Mm -hmm. all of that. You still, and and you're getting a little bit of her knowledge of the world too. Yeah. Because like, she's the one who questions why Ludo Bagman is talking about wizard sports. Yeah. In front of all the muggles. Ludo Bagman being the head of magical games. Why are you, you know? Yep. (laughs) Yep. Like, I wrote excellent point, my friend.
1: Yeah, why are you? <laughs> like, you know, and we also get to see in this book her friendship with Hermione grow, or at least the talking between them outside of of Harry and Ron grow because they know a little mm-hmm. bit more about like who's taking who to the dance. And right, right. Like, you know, she kind of gets to be the one revealing, like, no, she actually Hermione does have a date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that Hermione also has someone to talk about that with. Yes. So Jenny gets to be that person for her, and then and then she gets to go with Neville to the dance and get her feet. She's super up. upset about it. I know. She, yeah. I just, oh.
0: Yeah. She. Oh, that was mm. devastating. Um. Mm-hmm. But real quick before we go on to that, yes, just to wrap up the bros. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got that, but the only person who is mentioned, Charlie is mentioned hugging Jenny goodbye, mm-hmm. and no one else is mentioned. Charlie's like goodbye, Jenny.
1: Nobody else. Everybody else go off towards. I love it. Maybe he knows. Like maybe he knows that she'll also, you know, like he he also didn't grow up with her. Yeah, he's probably also taking advantage of the time.
0: I never got to see you. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he's a little sister. Like this is so
0: love it. Ugh. But yeah, go under the ball and that scene. I would love Mm -hmm. to chat about the scene where you discover that. Yep. Like this is her butter reading people. She knows this would be an excellent time to make fun of Ron. Yep. Does she do it? No. No. She's reading the room. She's mm-hmm. like, Ron does not need that right now. Am I going to hold back a laugh while I come for him for asking Floor out? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yep. she's still going to do it. <laughs> she tries. She tries not to giggle at whatever the heck yeah. that was. And she doesn't. She doesn't giggle. Yep. She only fights back a smile. Yep. <laughs> yep. She does a great job. Well, she awkwardly comforts a mortified Ron.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, she does instantly stop smiling when Harry
1: says he asked you yep. to to the ball. I did. Yep. Notated that. <laughs> Instant mood shift. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh-huh. 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 And uh, I do like that she, for a hot second, forgot she still has a crush on Harry um, and lumped yeah. her, Harry and Ron together. Mm-hmm. And when Hermione comes out and is like, why are you all acting like fools? And she's like, oh, shut up, you two. Yep. Two, both of them. Yep. <laughs> and then promptly says, oh, they've both been turned on by girls. Ha <laughs> ha. Like... <laughs> Yep. Like, yep. that's the first, you know, she does it later with Harry a lot more, but yeah. that's the first
1: time that she. Starting to break away from that. Sassy. Yeah.
0: It's revealed that she never stopped having yeah. a crush on him.
1: I will say, it does say a lot about her that when presented with the option to go with Harry to the ball, she does not break the promise right. to Neville. Like, Shit that's. To Neville. No. That's a no. big. She's a 13 year old at this point. Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. some good integrity on her. I. I really appreciate that about her. One
0: thing from the um, movies Mm -hmm. that I did like better about the Yule Ball is that Neville had a great time.
1: Yeah. And I imagine mm -hmm.
0: Neville and Ginny having a great time at the ball while all of the chaos and not fun is happening. Like, I did enjoy that in the movies better than the books. But yeah, she's like mortified when she finds out that she could have gone with Harry. And you're right. It does say a lot about her to still... Yep. go with him. this is when you can assume that right before the yule ball is where you can assume that hermione and jenny had the talk where hermione mm-hmm. was like oh you should date around and be yourself yeah and so that's one of the reasons why she probably said yes to you neville mm-hmm. she also wanted to go which like yeah, yeah. get it jenny yeah get it good for <laughs> you at the end of the ball that's where she meets mm-hmm. Michael. Michael. And and they, they start talking. I'm sure she needed a break from the yeah. feet stepping. Yeah. You know? Met him at the punch bowl. Yep.
1: As you do. Which she keeps that <laughs> she keeps that secret. Either either Ron is just completely not aware of it. Which is possible. She doesn't want him to know. She says that as much to oh, Hermione. That's right. that's and Hermione right. does say that. But also,
0: Ginny is not. She's a very independent person. Mm-hmm. Like when she's dating people, it's not like Percy, where he's locked up in his room and like yeah. writing letters to her all, yeah. to Penelope Cleowater all summer. There is no note, even when you find out that, oh, yeah, she's dating Dean now, mm-hmm. there's no no big show about it. Nothing. No, yeah. She doesn't write letters. She doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. obviously she hangs out with Michael and her boyfriends at, at school. Like mm-hmm. that's totally fine. And she enjoys them, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But she's a very independent person, like even with with Harry. Yeah. She's pretty independent. So I'm not surprised that she was able to keep it from Ron as long as she did. Mm -hmm. But she is the one of the last times she's mentioned um, in book four for a move on. And I love like getting to know her. This is so cool. It's Mm -hmm. like we're unpacking a human because now we're like getting to see her because we did meet her through like Harry's eyes. She is mentioned as part of the family and named when the last meal before the final event of the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah. She joins them and they all sit together around Harry and they're all chatting and it makes him feel like he's back at the borough, which is like his favorite place to be. Yeah. I thought that was
1: very, very sweet. It was very sweet.
0: And she is, you know, her, her she can talk to Harry now without like...
1: Yeah, yeah. Fully red-faced
0: by the end of the book. She (laughs) can...
1: Yeah, she's she's becoming her own person. She's getting over that puppy love thing. She's dating Mm -hmm. like it... Yeah, yeah yeah she she really i really feel like she comes into her own by by book five because yeah. in grimald like they've been in grimald place all summer and what you get from her in the first parts of this book are just like her throwing ding bombs at the door because tongs ding bombs her, <laughs> in my head they're yeah. ding bombs now so yeah. that's just new headcanon <laughs> for me i love it i love it <laughs> did i write ding bombs I did. I wrote Dingbomb, so we're doing great. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. But then she's like throwing them at the door and like getting to know Tonks, which I think is a really wonderful kind of role model person for her. Like there's multiple mentions of them talking about something and her entertaining Hermione and her. And it's cool to have another uh, younger woman that she can look at who's doing this amazing Mm -hmm. heroic work. So I think that's yeah. a really cool relationship that she gets in in book 5. Yeah, the first time you meet
0: Jenny in this book is her happily running into the room mm-hmm. saying, "Hello Harry. We were we heard we thought it was you yelling." <laughs> that's literally her introduction. Yep. We have grown. What? <laughs> yeah, you see her talking to Tonks a lot and mm-hmm. I think that she has a very different relationship than Hermione and Tonks. She seeks out Tonks. She enjoys Tonks and likes her. Mm -hmm. She hears about impermeable charm Mm -hmm. and, like, learns how to detect it from... Mm Tonks, which is why she's doing all of that. Mm -hmm. She seeks Tonks out a lot. She doesn't seek out Hermione. No. They get along. Mm -hmm. She's a friend, not a best friend, not someone she's like seeking to hang out with. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. And this is where you see some of that where like Hermione can't believe Jenny because like Jenny immediately when the mom, uh, Molly comes in and is like, oh, who flung all those dung bombs? And she's like, oh, Crookshanks. Like didn't even bat an eye. yeah. You know, which is, which is her. That's very much her. And you get more about a little bit more, not as much in the last book, but a little bit more about her and her relationship with her brothers. Yeah, because oh, you know, Bill doesn't like him either. As if that ended everything. Yeah, I wrote down as like Bill's She's word like, no. is truth. I think she thinks that of like most of her brothers. Yeah, I would, I would argue, maybe not wrong because they're close and they have like more of that like classic sibling relationship. Yeah, is very protective of her dad. Yeah, and has written off Percy. Yes, very quickly, uh, which
1: understandable. Yes, yeah. what deserves Trash it? Trash Percy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did write one of my favorite descriptions of Jenny, which yeah. comes from George, which is size yep. is no guarantee of power. Look at <laughs> Jenny. I'm like, that's yep. such a good descriptor for her. And we get introduced to the bat bogey hex, which becomes her like calling card. Yes, it really is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does everything she does comes up with slug horn, <laughs> and
0: it comes like it just constantly yes. comes yes. up at her excellent use mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm you see her standing up to a few people and and everything. You also see uh her being knocked down two flights of stairs. I said like she falls like gets knocked twins. down
1: the stairs. It's like that's such that's
0: not great. Like that's really dangerous. I can't imagine. I yeah, she definitely talks about the twins mm-hmm. not as siblings or even friends, but talks about them as if like you know, when she makes a quote later of like Oh, something about living with Fred and George mm-hmm. makes the impossible if you have enough nerve. Yeah, like that quote. Yeah, like the way she says it is very much these crazy people who live in my house. Yeah, they just yeah, like, <laughs> you know that I've had to put up with for years. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that makes like it. It's a part of her. She's mm-hmm. a really strong person for having to put up with. Yeah, them.
1: and still loves them. <laughs> still loves them. And uh, something that I wrote just shows how much she's grown, especially by this book. Is when Harry is left alone on the train, she completely mm-hmm. takes charge and is like, okay, let's find a place to sit. Like Neville and Harry yeah. just are like awkward, don't know what to do. Yeah. And she's just like, I'll find us a place. Luna, that's great. We're going to sit here. Yeah. <laughs> just completely <laughs> takes charge. Well, Harry has no clue yeah. how to be without his group. Yeah. Because he, he's always been with his two friends. Yeah. But
0: speaking of Harry, we get to learn a little bit more. We get to see Ginny get to know him for him. Mm-hmm. You see that first when he's pitching a huge fit in the old um, place mm-hmm. and saying, oh, all, all these terrible things are being said about him and, and you guys all think I'm terrible and like blah, 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 blah. And she's the first one to earnestly talk to him and say, we know. Yeah. I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. yes. Thank you. Amidst the craziness of other people being like, why aren't you doing this instead? Mm-hmm. Be like she's like, no, we know we understand you mm-hmm.
1: like <laughs> we're just a voice we're of reason
0: among the cats. Yeah, She does a few things of that voice of reason. She's the only one who had the sense enough to close the music box that was making everybody sleepy when they were cleaning. Yeah. Um, she's like sh- she's the quick thinker in the moment can get stuff done
1: mm-hmm.
0: person. Another thing of reading into Harry, he's clearly upset that his two best friends are prefects and he's not. Yeah. And she's the one to kind of change the tone a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's the one who leans over and asks serious, oh, did you have the badge? Mm-hmm. And it's discovered by that conversation that no. Lupin did it wasn't it wasn't James it makes Harry feel immediately better like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that yeah. like she she's truly starting to see him for him mm-hmm. which is really nice to see because she has let go a little bit she has her Michael yes and you know and doesn't have to stress as much mm-hmm. about him there's no pressure if that makes sense because he can be a taken. friend finally right right which is awesome mm-hmm. she it's in yeah, I, I really like seeing that happen, and yeah, this is where we we also meet Luna and uh, oh, Luna. Jenny is not nice to her for like a whole, like the yeah. majority of this book. It, it takes a long time for that friendship just to begin. And then once it starts, it's great. But it does take a yeah. bit. She's not that bad. She's all right, is what she says. Yeah, that's calls right. Her, it's, it's, and, but calls her loony love good. It takes yeah. her a couple books to start
1: telling people not. Yeah. To yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. The Luna-Jenny relationship is really interesting. And I think it probably is at the end of this book when they experience the ministry battle yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little. And they start to that. get closer. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, hands down. Mm-hmm. And I like that she grows from that, though. I yeah. really like that she grows from calling her Loony Lovegood to being this good friend. And it's and it's great. It's it's sparked that friendship has sparked some of the biggest head canons about Ginny Weasley and Loony Lovegood is that they are together. <sighs> that that Linny is a relationship. I enjoy that fan and theory. I, like, see I enjoy it. that I see fan it.
1: canon. That's that's fun. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i could see her with like a a harpy on a hat at the you know the quidditch game oh hands down yeah yeah yeah. yeah. be adorable yeah (laughs) be absolutely they're both very adventurous
0: they both would would want to travel and do things like i get it their priorities are very
1: similar of like helping people and i yeah we'll get to luna here in a second but like oh yeah yeah yeah, but just something that connected them yeah uh, i
0: thought it was really really cool Mm -hmm. i mean she has conversation with her Conversational with her Mm -hmm. at this point, but you know they've been taking classes for years at this point together. Yeah, she does defend Neville when Neville calls himself a nobody.
1: Yeah, you aren't a
0: nobody, but then promptly makes fun of her because Luna's singing the Ravenclaw theme to herself.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you know it. (laughs) Baby steps. It you know it takes a second to understand Luna. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but,
0: you know, they get there. Um, I had a question for you. Yes. So when, because it wasn't super clear, Mm -hmm. there's a moment on the train when Neville is like super excited about his mambibulous plant and he like pokes it and it like squirts goo all over the place. And at that same moment, like Cho walks in. Yes. And then walks away. she's like, ah, oh, that's weird. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah. Like leaves, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't blame her at all for that. Um, yep. Gross. So, but it's described as Ginny looks bracingly and uses Scorchify to clean it. So is she looking bracingly because Neville has spewed mm-hmm. plant nuts all over us. Yep. Or all over everybody. Because number two, Cho walked by. hmm or a little bit of both.
1: I uh, sadly, I think there's a lot of inserts of Cho versus Jenny, especially when they mm-hmm. get she was seeker when when she becomes seeker and it's she got it right under Cho's nose and like uh, again when she gets it and uh, Cho like throws her broomstick after the, yeah. the match and I'm like why. Like there's just so much like there's a little bit of cattiness in it. And I honestly sadly think it's very specifically because it's Cho. I, I think yeah. I think we're it, it's putting in a little bit of the the girl versus girl, even though she's yeah. dating Michael.
0: Yeah. I mean she still has a crush on here. Yeah, right? she does. But I, I and I understand jealousy. Yeah. It's human. Jealousy, I I I yeah. get her being jealous of Cho. But I don't understand the abrasiveness.
1: Yeah, the few times it's put in, it feels very like specifically abrasive, and I'm like, I don't know that that's. Yeah, it like doesn't feel way? right because she has nothing to prove to him. Like you know, what I mean, she's still the no. one spending time with him. Right? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's
0: it's yeah. It it makes it makes no sense. But yeah, the the whole time in the carriage, she just makes fun of Luna. Yeah. Or just like laughs at Luna. Yeah. That's actually when she talks about Hagrid. And then the mention of the fourth year friends. Yeah. That we never get to see. The vague fourth year friends. But she has some. Yeah. I think it's funny too that she's been given, because of all the things you could give a character to make them like quirky fun, Mm -hmm. she was given impressions that's right, because she she does the impression of Umbridge at Hem Hem, and then later in this in the series, you see that she does more impressions of other yep. people in the Quidditch games and all that stuff. And it's like, huh. what a we- like what a fun weird thing <laughs> that you do,
1: like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like what a skill.
0: Yeah. And maybe that goes with her her people, her able to read people enough to think quickly on her feet about them and stuff. Keeps her level
1: head. She reads the room. She like is able to take charge when she needs to. Like when they Mm -hmm. do meet for at the hog's head, when when Luna and Hermione get in on a arguing about (laughs) That's where she does the hem hem. Yeah. Where she like (laughs) brings us back to purpose Mm -hmm. while Luna and Hermione argue about things existing or not. I think it's Fudge's army or something. Gosh, like, yes yes
0: about. and hermione just walks right into it like, every time just just yep. let luna s- finish your sentence and she literally won't say it further she yep. Like, <laughs> like yep
1: you know and that's why jenny and luna work yeah and hermione and luna do not do work Do not work at all <laughs> do not work at all i love that she comes up with the name like that she agrees on da but says it's dumbledore's her, yeah. army her and Cho together yeah. and come up with the name. But there's,
0: there's very... some, like, teamwork. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I also like how she treats, because, like I said, she's very independent. So I like how she treats her her significant others. Yeah. sometimes, she's not afraid to be like, oh, they're being dumb. Yeah. Like, when they need to keep their distance, because mm-hmm. Umbridge is, like, made decree number 345. Yeah. And um, so he starts walking over to her to ask questions, and she literally says, oh, the fool, honestly. <laughs> like, yep. she'll go tell him to be like, don't come near us for a little bit yeah like keep be cool man (laughs) right right and not in a like rude way like she's still with him for way like months past that moment but you can see she's like it's very ease comfortable yeah casual she's she's very independent she doesn't she doesn't need michael yeah (laughs) no not at all she enjoys him she enjoys dean does not need them yep (laughs) yep even harry enjoys him doesn't need him yep a hundred percent and 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 we love that for her. I mean, she does arrive to the meeting with that meeting once they finally have one mm-hmm. with plans with Lavender and Pavardy. Mm-hmm. I like that she's she's seen with other girls, whereas Hermione is not. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: Ginny doesn't seem to be confined to different people. Like she
1: she's very. She seems you know, pretty popular. You guys are heading out. Yeah. I'll go too. So. And this is the book where she has to take over Seeker again or become Seeker. This is the first book she's Seeker. This is the
0: first book. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, Harry's removed. Permanently That's right. from the team by Umbridge, per, mm-hmm. per- permanent quote unquote. Uh, yeah, yeah, from the team. I keep doing things as if people can people see, us. see our quotation marks um, that are so sorry. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. She gets in a seeker, which is really cool, and she's decent at it. And and part of me is like, would she have been even better had she grown up with? charlie and percy yeah like closer to their age yeah as opposed to the twins and ryan who are like no little sister we are yeah. playing without you yeah like you know
1: <laughs> yeah like that but maybe
0: they mm-hmm. but also maybe the older brothers treat her like that because they are so much older like who knows
1: you can play what if all day but it's it also cool that fred and george acknowledge that they were impressed by her yeah. before she becomes seeker over the holiday because you have the attack on on dad, which is probably terrifying because another snake is attacking the family, which is, you know, becoming a trend with the Weasleys now. But I love that when Hermione finally comes, she's the first to be like, Harry's hiding from us, like full on is like, (laughs) tells him it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You should have come talk to us. You should have talked to me because guess who's been possessed by Voldemort? Me. Like, she's the one able to actually alleviate the fears that Harry is having because she has experienced it. And I just right. love that as soon as Hermione came, she called Harry out for like hiding from them. It was just so yeah. it was so yeah. good. I mean, is she wrong? No, she's 100% Absolutely. right. 100% right. It was just very
0: lovely to watch. Right. You get to see more of her spell work in this too. Yes. She is easily starts off really strong mm-hmm. in the DA and... You get, you get more of a relationship. She's in this book more. You know, yeah. you get her and Hermione coming to the game in matching colors before she's mm-hmm. on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, they obviously got ready together.
1: Yeah, they got ready together. Sometimes they have breakfast together. Like in the books, you can like... They come upon the two girls rather than her coming into the conversations. The relationship with Ron is a lot stronger mm-hmm. in in the books. She's asked she's the only one to ask Ron how he's feeling yeah. before this game. And he's like ready to throw up. He's yeah. So nervous. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hermione reveals like, that she snuck into the broom shed since she was six. Yep. That's amazing that she wanted to play yeah. so much. She's like, I'll teach myself. Well, of course. It's amazing. Of course.
0: (laughs) Anyone with siblings who didn't let them do something. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a headcanon of why Ron is so good at chess. Oh, that would make sense. Because he needed to be... He wanted to be good, better than everybody at something. Yeah. You know? It totally makes sense Mm -hmm. that she would want to do it more because they are not letting her. Yeah. I love...
1: I... Love it. That feels very right for Jenny. <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is revealed that she cares more. I think it, it shows that she cares more about Harry's well-being than l- the crush when it is yeah. just like she suggests that he go talk to Cho because she thinks that's what is like bringing him down and stuff. That's when she has like the chocolate mm-hmm. in the library and it's like, yep. Is it? And I wrote the quote, oh damn, I forgot. And then Pince like runs yeah. the out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's so sweet. <laughs> um,
0: but like... And the- that's where she has that beautiful that line. Mm-hmm. The thing about growing up with Fred and George is that you sort of start thinking anything is possible if you've got enough nerve.
1: Yeah. She gives a great like pickup speech with hair. Like she's trying to be his friend more so than like a crush at all. I think that's really cool. I mean, cool. it twists really fast. It does, but there was a moment.
0: It twists immediately. There's like, there like, a, a moment. Where she's like, if you just talk to Cho and then he's like, that's not who I want to talk to. And
1: then she immediately is like, yay. Gets the snitch from her. <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then this is a uh, at towards the end of this book is when you see this silver trio of Neville Luna and Jenny kind of really wrap around with being the DA members that help them with the Umbridge mm-hmm. fireplace and are the trusted group to come in and do workout yeah. And Jenny sets that up. Oh yeah. She comes Gen- up with the plan. Jenny asks <laughs> Well no,
0: she asks Fred and George. That's true. She tells Fred and George and they make it happen. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> she
1: knows she knows how to find the correct <laughs> she- people. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, absolutely. Yeah. And even before they get together with the trio, like you see Jenny and Luna walk in together to help Harry with something else. Mm-hmm. Like a separate thing. They were already spending more time together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're you're right. You see a little bit of that that trio. Um it's his son going, like taking that mm-hmm. the the silver trio going. Well, not all of them. She wants to
1: go by herself. Yeah. It's
0: Luna who says, I count six.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like just very bluntly. <laughs> I wrote down that she demands to be taken along after escaping the Inquisitor squad. Another bat bogey hex, you mm-hmm. know. Introduced, they were able to escape them, and she l- gives out this whole speech of like, "This is why we should," and they can't yeah. contest it. Yeah, yeah. There's no fighting it.
0: <laughs> and like, what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Like, the three of them are are, are coming, mm-hmm. and the trio was so used to seeing her as a child, which partially is Molly's fault. True, but at this point, she's not. She's only a year younger, mm-hmm. and. Something interesting is they never comment about Luna. They never comment yeah. about Luna, who I would argue is described as looking younger. Yeah. And they are in the same grade. Mm-hmm. So Luna's older than her by a couple months, mm-hmm. but still, you know... the treating- two, probably Jenny would be the responsible... <laughs> She like looks older, you yeah. know, like like Luna's described as as a little surprise eyes and, yeah. and like, you know, yeah. so it, it always baffles me when they like are like, You're the child, and Luna's right there, like, we're gonna do this today. Yeah. I'm like, guys, guys. Um <laughs> yep. Jenny puts it together, she's like, Oh yeah, you're gonna leave without us because there's not mm-hmm. enough thestrals. Well, you're covered in blood, so more are coming. Yep. And glad that she was there because she's the first to realize the confusion tactic at the um Department of Mysteries. Yeah. With the doors.
1: Yeah. She Unfortunately, has an ankle break. I wrote down. So tell me if I'm wrong. And this is almost like an overall woman note for the series. Every woman on the not Death Eater side gets knocked out in this fight. Mm-hmm. Hermione gets knocked out. Luna gets knocked out. Jenny gets knocked out. Tonks gets knocked out. Yes. Every woman who's not a Death Eater gets knocked out in the fight. Mm-hmm. And that really bothers and me. <laughs> every every boy mm-hmm. also gets knocked out or gravely
0: injured. That's true. Except for Dumbledore. hmm Of the group that came, Neville and Harry were the, the best to come out of it. Yeah. Because Ron because did, they like, attack. Be, it needed yeah. to be them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It just bothered. I started reading. I'm like, is there any women in the fight anymore? Like, we just have... There's also only, like, two female... Death Eaters.
0: Death Eaters. Yeah. I know Bellatrix is obviously there. And then... Um Selecto there? They're not... I don't think Name. the twins are there. Yeah. No, because it's the, the big one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Lucius. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think it's Yaxley is, is what they... They call him the big one for like two books before Yeah, they, yeah. Or one book. Yeah, before they actually find out his name. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that fight was interesting. Something about Jenny that I was a little confused about. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, uh, the veil did affect... Her, Neville, and Harry. Mm-hmm. Luna commented on it, yeah. but it was a Luna statement. <laughs> it was, yeah. It wasn't like her being reeled in. Yeah. So it's the same three that were affected by the Dementors earlier. Yeah. So that made sense. And mm-hmm. then the the broken ankle... I mean, she's in tons of pain. I totally yeah. get it. She doesn't want it. Like, the first time she speaks after when you discover that is when they're like, oh, like, somebody help her. And she's like, I need help. Yep. And then, like, let's Luna help her. Yeah. The thing that I'm confused about mm-hmm. is she screams at Harry to save Ron from the brain. Yes. And then gets stunned because her focus is on, mm-hmm. on them. So I, I, I get it. But what I don't understand is... She she has a broken ankle, not a broken wand. Yeah. Unless she was worried about hitting Ron mm-hmm. with whatever spell she's going with. But she has already been proven to be a very good, she has very good, strong sense of charms and, yeah. and wandies. So, and someone who's a quick thinker. Yeah. With a
1: broken ankle, like you just me, flamingo it. She has balance. Yeah. She's a, like an athlete. Ooh, she doesn't need to stand to yeah. cast a spell. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honey, sit down is what I, like... Like she's already there. Yeah. She's
0: already sitting down because Luna's gone. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't... It, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I get why everybody needed to be knocked out for Harry and Neville to have their moment. Yeah. But I just didn't understand why she didn't go down fighting. Like, I do yeah. appreciate that she did go down yelling for Ron yeah. to help him but i just didn't understand why she didn't
1: it would have been it would have been cooler to, if she was like trying to limp over to help ron like her focus yeah. was on ron but she was actively trying to be the help for him right
0: because yeah. we've seen ron do that yeah ron had a terribly wounded leg mm-hmm. and was still dragging himself mm-hmm. to like throw himself in front he
1: stands up on it at one point yeah by sheer force of will yeah. to protect Harry. It's like, like, no offense to Ron, but I feel like Jenny has a Jenny much higher pain too. tolerance. <laughs> like, so. come
0: on. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, that was that felt anticlimactic
0: yeah. for her. It was a big a big bummer. Yeah. But it's surely not as crazy as Luna's exit, which I think is wild, which we'll get to. Yep. About oh my gosh, the poor thing. Yeah, The last thing I have written here is I love that she says she ditched Michael. I don't so, know if that's like an English colloquialism of how you say that you broke up with someone, but I just love the phrasing of I ditched him when he got too sulky about losing but he the first battle.
1: Sulky. I was like, what Yeah what girl a
0: reason to break up with someone. Like yeah. I, just... uh, I mean, she loves Quidditch, and if he's not gonna support
1: her, goodbye. Okay, yeah, it's like, oh, you're gonna like pout because I won? Screw you. Bye. I loved it. That was such a good that was such a good breakup. And it's like, oh yeah, now I'm dating Dean. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: like such a casual mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the way she says it too like oh well i picked dean so how do you feel about that yeah <laughs> like fight me yeah but speaking of fight me i would love to fight um this next part yes because it makes me so angry ooh, um ooh, i'm excited it makes me so angry i hate how much the women hate floor i hate it so much it it makes no sense to me yeah, like but the first rug. thing
1: she says, mm-hmm. she insinuates that Floor is worse than Umbridge. That yeah. is the first thing she says when she's introduced into the book. I just, I'm like, okay, drama. Like, let's calm it down. I'm sorry what? that she's happily in love with your brother. She uh, the, And the only excuse that she gives is that she's condescending. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that. that's all you got? Like, that's why you hate her? Because you think she's condescending when she's talking in her second language? Yeah. <laughs> and even then... She only says a couple of
0: things yeah. that could that could that, you know, like, oh, I think it's better how we do it here.
1: Or yeah. it's not everything out of her mouth. No, and <laughs> and and Jenny specifically like calls her a cow. And yeah. and I'm just like, in what world could anyone even pretend that she's not beautiful? Like that's just caddy right. for caddy's sake. Yeah. Like, she's part Vila. part Vila. This is not even about taste. This is about charmed blood. Right, and I don't under-
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I don't understand why she thinks that Flora treats her like a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. She like says that that oh Flora treats me like a three-year-old. And I'm like, your mother treats yeah, like you like everyone. a three-year-old. Everyone. Like, be mad at the world. Like, Floor doesn't. Yeah. Flora goes out of her way to change what color dresses they'll be mm-hmm. in to so it fits her
1: hair better and it doesn't and she looks good. It doesn't make sense for It's Hermione hates her. I don't understand. And they understand. get mad at Harry for defending her. Yeah.
0: And I understand her. I I do get maybe disappointment of like when her mom kind of wants maybe Tonks will yeah. take Bill away. Yeah. And I get that because Jenny loves Tonks. Yeah. I you know, I I get her like disappointment Yeah. at the chance to have Tonks as a sibling yeah. and like I get that. All no, it's, it's just hate. hate. It's straight up hate. And it doesn't feel like Jenny. No. Like it doesn't No, it, it feels like we need something funny in this moment. Yeah. Let's make everyone hate floor. Yeah. which is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't like it. Yeah, we'll have a whole rant because she is. We do have an episode with her. Yeah, so next friends, yeah, next week, we and her, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I can't wait because that poor thing gets, yeah, unnecessary. Yep. But yeah, I, it it does feel forced from Ginny's mm-hmm. point of view, especially since she still is caring of others. People are still calling her a little girl though at this point. Yeah, which is weird because like at this point she's now fifteen. Yeah. And in wizard standards, 17 is an adult. She's still a girl. Yeah. She's still young, but, but she's not like a little girl. Yeah.
1: It's the baby of like, the family people, syndrome.
0: Like, But people on the street are calling her a little girl.
1: Yeah. That, that feels is wrong. Is what
0: is is weird to me. Yeah. Like they're still trying to push that, oh, she's, she's little, which is, I just don't understand it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What whatever. Yeah, yeah. They still you know, she she has the cute things with her mindy, like loving the, the daydream charm potions yeah, that the twins made. Yes, and they're she, like enjoying that. And then you have that twins treat her like the Mediatrice Taylor Swift moments. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> she gets her pygmy puff name. Her Arnold. Pygmy puff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's real cute. She gets invited oh, yeah. to the Slughorn meeting on the train because of her famous Bat Bogey Hex. Yes,
0: that she does in Zachariah Smith.
1: It. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, man. when she cra- oh, That's later. But when she crashes yeah, into that. It's good. Oh, so good. She also, which I thought was
0: another one of those moments where I'm like, OK, tease Ron about it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But this seemed a little too harsh. She trips Ron. Yeah. When Ron is saying goodbye to the family. And that seemed a little too... That was weird. Much for me. Yeah. Mock him all day long. But mm-hmm. it seemed a little harsh because she embarrassed him so much. He just... He he left without saying goodbye. Yeah. That
1: seemed like a little... Yeah.
0: Harsh. Like, just because it was... It wasn't Ron. It was Floor.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, why? It's just more hate towards Floor directed at Ron. Yeah. And yeah. He just didn't... Understand,
0: yeah, but she does on that train for the first time, immediately ditches Harry when it. Yeah, chance he's like, I'm gonna go see for Dean, Dean. Mm-hmm. and does not invite him. Yep, which, if the, you know, if it was a more casual thing, she obviously knows their are friends, yeah, like they live together, yeah, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> but nope, no, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I think it's really cool that upon reading it a second time, the first time you don't get this, mm-hmm. but upon rereading things. You you get to know what Jenny smells like via amortensia before you know what Harry is smelling. Because Harry does not has not had feelings for Jenny at all. Yeah. When he smells the amortensia. Mm-hmm. for you know, yeah, at, it's, like, like it's, it's like an inside secret. Yeah. It's like we know yep. that that trickle tart, that broomstick handle, and that something flowery he smelled at the burrow is Ginny. And we know that. Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love that. Well, oh, she gets to be Chaser this year, which is great. And that's what she wants, that's what she and that's wants. A,
0: eventually what she um, goes on to be. Yep,
1: what she. Uh, it says she outflew everyone in the tryouts, which is mm-hmm. really cool. I thought it was interesting that she w- also was suspicious of the Half Blood Prince book because you know of the uh, yeah. book that she wrote yeah, in of course in, in book two. Um, yeah, she's very wary of that. Mm-hmm. She remembers that trauma. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it just kind of like oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> books with special things on it—a little suspicious, <laughs> right? Yep, sus. Yep. You see more, I think it's funny that
0: just she has Arnold with her like every chance. Yeah, Any chance so that Arnold sweet. could be on her body somewhere. Yeah. Is there. And then Crookshanks behaving better than he's ever behaved with yes. Hermione. Yes. Is always, you know. If Hermione got a pygmy puff, how fast would Crookshanks heavy in it? Oh yeah. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. But with Jenny, I mean he's watching.
1: hmm But he, he wants doesn't it. go for it. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't go for it. Yeah.
0: We mentioned earlier things that Jenny, tough to catch her embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know, one's, what? But you, there's a few things, obviously, the crushes and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, like, she is not embarrassed at all when she is caught making out.
1: That is such an interesting moment because she... Especially by Ron. Yeah. Doesn't care at all. Doesn't care at all and really digs a knife into, like, a soft spot in him. Like, mocks him about only like getting a very kiss from Aunt pent-up. Muriel. It feels very mm-hmm. personal. <laughs> She brings up that uh, Hermione kissed Crumb. It, mm-hmm. She's got to know what that means, and not just kissed, snogged. snogged. Like they made snogged. out, Like this, it was not yes. just ah, uh, yeah, they, kiss. They, they, they like snogged Crumb, they made out. Harry, and like she digs. They a knife made out, in like and, this, and twists. Yeah. and then la- He he brings a wand up to he's, her. He's upset for days. Yeah, like he brings his wand up to her, and she laughs. And then when he almost hits her, is yeah. when she tears up and runs away. That's that was an intense sibling
0: fight and very very relatable yeah very much pent-up frustration from all of the comments he's he's made and all of her concerns come to light and Mm -hmm. her being frustrated about it and yeah her bring him bring up a wand and do you have a sibling? If you haven't been hit by one at some point, I mean, no. not with the intent to kill, obviously. Yeah, but but like
1: you know, they have magic. not abuse. Yeah,
0: not abuse. Yeah, but like, yeah, things get thrown sometimes. You get frustrated. Yeah, you live with them. Yeah, you know, accidents happen. So I, I get the I get the frustration. I
1: get, and she she did say them very harsh, but she wasn't wrong. No, and it, it did feel. I think you're right. I think it felt like pent up energy at being treated like a child. And it yep. just all exploded in this scene in front of yeah. Harry and poor Dean, and who's Gene. just sitting there. <laughs> Dean, Dean is already embarrassed that he's he been
0: has caught to go making to sleep out with all these guys. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like he's already nervous. Yeah. And then all this happens. Yikes, yeah. poor Dean. Yeah. R. I. P. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. This might be where it starts oh, getting rocky. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> Right, right. He's like, oh, that was really embarrassing, babe. can we maybe not do that yeah, again?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's gonna go over well. <laughs> but now we go to what you had mentioned
1: before of her extra smith. Like Round two. Crashing into the commenter stand and looks at McGonagall and says she forgot to break. I was just like, because McGonagall's gonna be like, I'm really happy you did that, but never do that again. <laughs> like yeah, furious. She was furious at her as I was described. Yeah. But you know, like, like Zackarys oh. was like attacking the Gryffindor team, so Ginny obviously yeah, didn't get detention. She didn't anything about it, though. yeah. Like, yeah, she didn't get detention. So. No, she also
0: didn't come back and get cookies either. But I think Minerva has a soft spot for Harry. Yeah, for sure. But that's for a
1: that's for another that's episode. For a
0: McGonagall chat. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but she didn't. Ginny didn't get in trouble, which I think proves that nope. McGonagall was like, well, oh, okay, right, <laughs> really <laughs> mad about it, <laughs> but didn't oh, do anything of about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, and this is when she starts stopping people from calling Luna Looney. Yeah, and that's later. Yep. I have a feeling that these episodes might be a bit longer <laughs> than our other episodes. I, I warned you that things are... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's just a lot. Yeah. Before
0: that, though, mm-hmm. she calls Ron a hypocrite, but doesn't seem bothered. Like, she's not embarrassed when he's making out with oh,
1: her. Oh, yeah. It seems like she's kind of... Because nothing bothers yeah, her. Yeah, it was so,
0: like, didn't upset her. It smirks from yeah. afar or something. Yeah, and, yeah, her and, her and her... Relationship with Luna does get better. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that she stops yeah. doing that. You were totally right. Mm-hmm. She tells Ron not to call Luna Luna. Yeah. Because they're they're friends. Mm-hmm. What's funny to me is, is this is another moment where she like she like cheerfully pulls a magnet out of Harry's hair. Yeah. And then um, gets back to Hogwarts and is not thrilled to see Dean. And I wrote, things getting a little rocky after a lovely holiday with your childhood crush. Oh. Huh? Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. a lovely holiday with him. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see. Are S- things getting weird? Dean had no chance. Now, I, I do like how they ended, though, because mm-hmm. Dean is not... And this is, made me frustrated in the movies because mm-hmm. they make Dean out to be this, like, trash human being. He's not. And he's not. They just didn't work. Yeah. They had fun. They enjoyed each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't work mm-hmm. because she's still in
1: love with them. And, like, they break up on a very... Very high school breakup reason, yeah, you know, like where she doesn't want to be right, pushed right. through the door, she, and she thought he pushed through the door interested. again. Like, yeah, it just—it's one of those little things that isn't really a big deal, but for so it doesn't click, and then it just grows and after it being becomes, pent up. Yeah, and it just becomes mm-hmm. the thing that ends up breaking you up. <laughs> like it—it it feels very right. young relationship that didn't quite work yeah and and that's important because mm-hmm. dean comes back a lot yeah in the books yeah and, and then after the dean breakup you get the like becoming close with harry and becoming the soul of the quidditch team and yeah yeah you know. her imitating the imitating yeah yep stuff
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ooh and this is one of the first times—the first time—that she is included yes. in an important trio conversation. Yep. Um, and that's when he's explaining what happened with Malfoy with Sectum Sectum Sempra. Yes. And she also gets into a bout with Hermione because yeah. their their personalities don't mesh that well. No. No. They which don't. is why I think they're friends. They, you know, they enjoy each other, but they're not good friends. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the first Quite. time you see tension between them, and it's. Definitely deserved, like, Ginny standing up for Harry in that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and this is when she gets the kiss. It's such a wonderful... Has been building up for a long time. But, like, just impulse... Kiss in the middle of the common room after the triumphant right by win. the door. It's he's so, just yeah. got it. It's just so...
0: Uh... In the movie, it's in the middle.
1: Yes, that's right. But like, yeah, he in the, walks in. The in the books, it's by
0: the door. Yeah. Because she she's one of the first people that hugs him.
1: The yeah. only thing I didn't like about that moment mm-hmm. is she's
0: not mentioned after that. He looks at Ron <sighs> mm-hmm. and Ron's like, if you're going to do it, do it somewhere else. And he's like, great. And then takes her out to go make out with her. Yep. She is not mentioned. She does not get a say. She does not offer consent other than to, like, run after him. Yeah. And that I thought was kind of weird. Wouldn't she also, like, look at Ron and be like, I dare you?
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like she she needed to be part of the transaction of, like, brother acceptance because it is a very specific line to cross. And, like, he kissed her and then dragged her out of the room. Yeah. I feel like she would have dragged him out of the room, if we're being honest.
0: (laughs) Right. So I was, like, a little bit, like, why... (sighs) Yeah. It, it. Yeah. It was still the how they kissed was cute. It was and very it's sweet. Good they, and she does tease him about the permission, like she doesn't need it. Yeah. And she's not mad at him. She's yeah. not like mad at him when she says that. Yeah. She's just like you're. You're a silly brother. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I'll give you this one. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> like, right. <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I. they I mean. They're. They're. They're good together. Her mm-hmm. and and Harry are good together. Yeah. At uh, th- running through the battle, she harry knew they would be in the middle of it yeah and they were yeah she's dueling one of the caro the yeah the carol she's brother. A caro
1: i'm like Ooh.
0: um and like all the spells are like avoiding her because yeah. she has the luck yeah. you know which is great but she's the one who pulls uh harry away from dumbledore yeah, i had
1: noted that too i'm like she's the one who's able to touch his shoulder and take him away and and comfort him. has the sense yep to do it mm-hmm. and while
0: she's doing that fills him in on what happens and yep. Uh, tells the story Pomfrey, of
1: yeah that he's dead and yeah. shushes her <laughs> so Harry can tell them what happened like, yeah
0: uh, the plan being like her and Neville mm-hmm. together with Ron Luna and Hermione and Snape was not their strongest That it was choice. the worst decision of I don't know why they put those two there I don't know either I will say with that moment though mm-hmm. if if Flitwick wasn't the one that came down to warn Snape mm-hmm. I think the tides would have turned oh for sure yeah because Flitwick, as a dueling champion, would have been significantly harder to beat oh, yeah. in actual combat mm-hmm. than yeah. unaware, talking to Snape, in worried, yeah. you know. Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> so, yeah. And like you said, she's the one who tells Dumbledore is dead. Mm-hmm. She's also the first to notice Fox lament. Yeah. And after the outburst with Floor. She's like, oh, I suppose she's not so bad. (sighs) I suppose she's not that bad. I'm sorry.
1: What? Yeah. Self-reflect a little Uh, bit on that. (laughs) The whole, like, the breakup at the end of book six, I I thought was really... I thought she was described very much like a warrior, like someone who understands the stakes of what's Mm -hmm. happening. And I thought that was really, really cool. Like, she's described as not very tearful warrior ready to do what's necessary to help what's happening mm-hmm. even if it hurts knows it's not like yeah. doesn't take it personally because yeah, she knows it's not yeah you know she's just such a a resilient human being that can see beyond yeah that that it's really cool she sh-
0: yeah she shows up that whole scene because yeah. she sees that harry's in his head and is missing mm-hmm. missing things yeah and she's constantly nudging him to be like, you know, look at the mer people, look at this, look at this mm-hmm. to help him to be that anchor for him. Yeah. Unlike the movies mm-hmm. where Harry makes a big point in the books that she, something he really enjoyed about her is that she's not very weepy. She's a very boy thing to say. Yes. But in the movies, I mean, she's weepy left and right over Dean. She's yeah. to cry over other things. So you know She would not cry over <laughs> Dean Thomas. <laughs> like that's not no. that's not what she's like. No. That's not I could see her, you know, obviously Yeah. quarrels happened. She did she did get into fights with, yeah. with Dean. Yeah. But like it was always talked about later. If she did have those moments, it was in private. It wasn't a public
1: Yeah. They did her dirty.
0: Yeah, coming into the end of the, of the series yep. and and you fully understand her. You're right. She she is that warrior and continues to to mm-hmm. show that she still shows that she's young when her birthday present to Harry is making out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh okay, taking him to her room. What a choice! Ooh.
1: And everyone knew it was happening. Yeah, like I think it's really cool. So she pulls Carrie, Harry into this kiss like never before. I think it's described or something like yeah, like like, yep. like that. And then she doesn't, she's not embarrassed when they all come in, like maybe a little bit, but she's just the same as before.
0: And I love that her, her friendship with Luna gets strong. She like, when she, she's the first to join Luna, she's doing her, her silly Luna dance on the
1: floor. I love it. I love that relationship. I think, I I understand why people ship them. I get it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I wish there was like, like a novella of like what the Silver Trio did at Hogwarts. Because yeah, you
0: only the hints, hear about yeah. the
1: you only hear about the sword being stolen. Yeah. Or attempt the attempted, yeah. the attempted stealing uh, of the tree of the trailer. Uh she gets banned from it. Hogsmeade, is mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um she has to go into the Forbidden Forest with Hagrid, which what a punishment, you know? Like <laughs> That was the punishment for, for the, the sword, the... yeah. It's mentioned that they probably started up the DA. It's not I don't think it's like explicitly said they did, but it's like mentioned that they probably mm-hmm. restarted the DA with Luna and Neville. Which is really cool that they're kind of owning that yeah. at the Easter. Because Ginny doesn't come back after um... Easter. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she really kind of, I mean, obviously she's just kind of out of the she's picture. Like not in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. While the uh, Golden Trio saves the world. Yeah. It's
0: a little bit of a bummer because yeah. she doesn't get a whole ton yeah. in this end. You know, she's looking through bodies and staying with somebody as they may or may not pass. We're not sure. Mm-hmm. She screams something that I wrote of note is when Harry's brought out, Ron yells no, mm-hmm. Hermione yells no, Ginny yells Harry, Harry. Yeah. She screams for him. She doesn't believe he's dead. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. The other two are like, no, it's happened. Yeah. She wants to make sure. And she's like, yeah. they're not dead. Yeah. She, she, she's like, he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah. That was cool. But yeah, she's not in Mm-mm. a whole lot of the end. But she does go on to play for the Hollywood Harpies. Yeah. Which is great. Chaser,
1: and I, then has three children. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I do love that. That at the end, she mm-hmm. compromises after the the raging fight about fighting, yes. and stays in the room. Yeah. And like as soon as gets, she gets. I feel like when Tonks showed up, she was gonna leave anyway. But having the reasonable excuse for Harry kicking oh, yeah. her out of the room of yes. requirement. Yeah. Like, okay. With Tonks. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. With Tonks. Goodbye. Give me a reason. Yep. Give me a reason. Let's go. Yeah. Just head straight into the fray. Yes, which is yes. amazing. <laughs> um she fights with Hermione and Luna against Bellatrix, which are really cool before yes. mom comes in. And that's that's saying something. I know it's three of them
0: versus one. Yeah. But Bellatrix is incredibly strong. They should all be She's, dead. Like yeah. yeah. She is a very, very powerful witch, which is why it takes three
1: of them. Yeah. <laughs> to even keep her at bay <laughs> like, yeah and of the three <laughs> i think jenny is probably the best dueler in my brain yeah like i would agree i think that's a really fascinating thing and yeah we get the the lovely like has three children i i did mm-hmm. i don't know how up to date the fandom wiki is is it says so she was a an amazing pro quidditch player mm-hmm. and then it says that what i found is that she works as a correspondent for the daily prophet is that canon yep okay yep she she stopped playing mm-hmm. to have children and then never went back to playing
0: and instead she so she sad. writes about quidditch
1: yeah which, which makes no sense to me it's it, it doesn't feel in character for jenny no it doesn't feel in character
0: at all yeah like she w- she would totally be that badass mm-hmm. who like still have your kids oh, she yeah. family is very important to her yeah
1: obviously but yeah. she
0: feels like you know, she feels like bringing the kids in a pram to the practice is what. Oh she yeah, feels she like totally to feels
1: like that. That person of <laughs> all of the women in the like young student women yeah. in this, she of all people feels like someone who is like have the kids and still rock like next season. Yeah. So that was
0: weird to me. I don't know why they took that from. Yeah. Her.
1: Yeah, it felt out of character, and like, and I like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the, you know, no, that I'm no, doing there's that. nothing wrong with it at all. But it just, it, it just seemed out of character. Yeah, it didn't feel right. I feel like she would have even like maybe even become a coach in in the world. You yeah. know, like if she was going to retire from playing, right. like it, right. what, has Since when has she been a writer? Like, is that like a, a never? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: her ho- her hobbies are animals. Yeah, and, like and it just, Quidditch. It just and doesn't. It,
1: it, it, it's yeah. not.
0: It yeah. Luna. Yeah. I think they did give a good yeah a good thing for her. Mm-hmm. and going with her. Mm-hmm. She's somebody that. Is is so interesting because we right do now. meet her so late, mm-hmm. but she something I enjoy about her is that she doesn't change. Yeah. over the course of this book. Yeah, she's one of my personal favorite mm-hmm. characters. Same. Um, she doesn't change at all. She just becomes more
1: confident and yeah. like, her ideas on friends mm-hmm. like that's so beautiful her yeah her <laughs> growth about having friends and we don't we don't that get her to book is, five is beautiful like book four the mm-hmm. love goods are mentioned book five we meet her on the train that we've talked about already and they t- like she gets mm-hmm. laughed at by poverty and lavender it's mentioned that she's just mm-hmm. kind of this oddball yeah. One of my favorite. She's introduced as like when Ron. I think Ron makes a joke and she laughs. Oh, too she long. just laughs so hard. Like he laughs yeah. so hard and like too long. She's never. She's never been with that. Yeah. She's literally.
0: Who would have said anything remotely funny to her ever if she has no friends? Yeah, and she loves yeah. that.
1: She, like Ron and hers little friendship. Oh, it's so. It's so fun. It's so fun, <laughs> and like it. like her relationship with Harry is really, like, she... It's important. It's really important. I think Harry needs it. And he describes her, I think it's in book six, but we'll, we'll jump around a little bit with her, as being embarrassingly honest. And it's, I think, the mm-hmm. best description of her because it's... Yeah. She doesn't filter it to please anyone, but what she says right. about what people are doing, like, she calls Ron mean. Mm-hmm. She says things... He can be rude. Yes, yeah, that mm-hmm. are completely true, but they're not filtered... Yeah to alter to who's there or they're not filtered yeah. to like make someone she feel. She makes statements. Yeah. It's really interesting. And I was reading yes. it think, thinking that I wonder if there was any purpose of putting her on the spectrum in this. And from what I found, she's not meant to be. She's not because someone's not um, yes. inclusive. Yeah, Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. But the... the <laughs> so act- that's why she's not. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> but the actress who played her uh, has said she's gotten a lot of fans that relate to Luna, which I think is really... Wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Luna's phenomenal. She... Social norms are for others. Not for her. Yeah. She doesn't need them. Mm-hmm. She, she <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. She's content to do her own thing, you know, and just live it. She's always been alone. Yeah. Even how she, like, states... Somebody mentions Padma, and she's like, oh, yes... You went to the just like word vomits. Yeah, everything, everything she's heard from Padma
1: complaining. Yeah,
0: stuff you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, If for someone who know, is so
1: intelligent, because she's in Ravenclaw, like I love that she's described as only believing things that have no proof. She, like, it's great, because she has an open mind. Yeah, she has a, she has
0: a. Beautiful open mind and loves her dad yep. so, so much. Mm-hmm. And a lot of her stuff isn't from nothing. Yeah. When they first des- describe her and she's like, oh, reading the magazine upside down. Ha, ha, how funny. I mean, in the movie, it's like that. Yeah. But in the books, it's because it tells you to. Like, in the Quibbler, there's a thing that says, like, turn this upside down. down to read the runes. Yeah, it wasn't... Like, she's not, you know, <laughs>
1: she's not dumb. She's no, there, <laughs> there's purpose. She has purpose.
0: Right. And... All the creatures she mentions are real. They're yeah. just different names of other things that yeah. exist. Yeah. She offers to carry Ron's owl That's off the so train. Sweet. Also yeah. thinks he's very sweet. She doesn't have to. She literally just no, met them. She's like. just a
1: nice, she's a nice
0: person. Like, right. She just <laughs> appears out of nowhere. I also love... That she waits, she hears the whole conversation because like Harry is so flabbergasted that nobody can see these pestlels. Yeah. Drags Ron out, has a big fit about it, waits until all that happens. He gets back into the carriage and she's like, oh yeah, I can see this too. You're just as sane as I am. Like waited, yep. waited until he fully embarrassed himself in front of Ron to and, be like, ah. And then it's like, like that was a choice. <laughs> she was like, I'm gonna wait till that conversation's done. I'll wait, I'll wait. Yep. We'll get there. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's very unbothered. Unfazed. If that makes sense, just come. Which yeah is amazing, and what a skill because
1: that kept her alive so many times. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and like the the amount of people who like, especially in the carriage ride when they jump on her about the Hagrid thing, and she's just like okay, "Okay." like (laughs) very like just unfazed by being yelled at immediately like abruptly by these
0: people. And yeah, I mean when Ron is immediately rude to her, yeah. When they jump onto the t- comments, how Ravenclaw doesn't like Hagrid? Yeah, she's like unfazed. Yeah. She's used to that,
1: and she's it's not, not wrong. It. Hagrid's not a great teacher. He's a great no, person. He loves He's animals. He's a great caretaker. And some of his lessons are great, but yeah, some of his lessons are yeah. great. But he doesn't always read the room. Yeah, you know, doesn't he like necessarily him. set up a curriculum that is building them towards an understanding toward care <laughs> of magical creatures. <laughs> no, 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 like, no.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. She is very brave, though. I really loved the moment that she, uncaring of what's going on, walks right up to Harry and loudly exclaims that she believes him. Yes. And she will be on his side. And then when Pavardy and Lavender giggle about her earrings, Mm -hmm. she misunderstands it and like doubles down. Yeah. And is like, nah, I believe you, Harry. Yeah.
1: When she believes something, she like 100% believes it. Yeah. Which is why it's really funny to watch her and Hermione fight.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like Hermione just let it go. Just just literally. Because it's not like Luna pushes it. She just like states her like little conspiracy theory and then just like moves on. Yeah. She's not going to try to make you believe
1: it. No. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's like why?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah. I love her full support of the her friends in Quidditch with the lion hat like that's impressive magic that's oh oh, of course that's
0: really cool she didn't have time to to make it chop on something
1: but the (laughs) she made that hat I presume created it oh she did yeah Yeah. and full-on supports them at Quidditch like this is really sweet and then you know
0: because to be fair she makes a live eagle hat yeah for Ravenclaw yeah
1: you know she still is a ravenclaw but you know yes of course full support of her yeah. friends when it's not her house like it still says good luck ronald yeah it's really not to harry
0: <laughs> good luck ronald see that you're super anxious about yeah. it good luck <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, I love when she calls Hermione narrow minded. Yeah. Because that's that's one of Hermione's flaws. Yeah. And every time she like doubles down on not believing Harry for something that she doesn't believe in logic or is logical, yeah. she's wrong about it. Yeah. So if she was a little more open minded, she may have believed Harry or read into those things a little better.
1: Yeah. Like um, after everything that's happened. Didn't. That's a, a talk for Hermione time, but like, yeah. Yeah. Which is why... Yeah, it was important for her to hear. This is skipping a little, like a little bit ahead to book six. I love when Trelawney and her talk at Slughorn's party. because so yeah, went. she's so kind. I'm curious how she does in Divination because of Luna. I have Luna. no idea. I'm vi- like, It could be really bad or really good, and I have no idea. Yeah. It's just really interesting to visualize Trelawney and her... Because uh, right. at Slughorn's party, she talks about the ministry using dark magic and gum disease. And it's just, and Trelawney, like, it's jumps fascinated. in it immediately. Like, yeah. like, well, Trelawney is a Ravenclaw, too. That makes sense. They
0: both are in Ravenclaw, I think, for the same reasons. Yeah, I could see that. I just want more. I wanted more of those two together after yeah. that meeting. I'm like, ooh,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's fun.
0: <laughs> I love that she also, going back to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. book five, she is not afraid to call people out for things. I wrote that too. Yeah, she calls out Harry for being rude. I think it hits harder when she says it because when Hermione talks about it, it's more of a defensive, like, don't take things out on me. Yeah. And Ron is just non-convertational. But she's... When Luna says it, he's forced to believe it. You know, like, (laughs) she's brutally honest. Yeah. Even her, and they kind of like keep, Ignoring her when she keeps bringing up, well, how are you getting to the minister- Department of Mysteries? Yeah, and she already decides after she doesn't get an answer. She's like, okay, I guess we'll fly. guess We'll fly, and is like, and, like described. Nobody listens to her for so
1: long. Described as like riding side saddle. Yeah, no as if prob- she's always done it. Doesn't it every day? Of her like, life. Is she a horse girl? Like I have to know. Like has she? I like, love her. I love it.
0: It's. So <laughs> I think it's part of that committing. Like she, so she commits to something and she's in it. Yeah. She's in it. She's doing it. Yeah, she's confident, which is also, I think. What helps her, mm-hmm. she's the only one not fighting in the room when they're caught by the Inquisitor Squad. Yeah. And then the same thing later, she's the only one not injured in the Department of Mysteries. Yeah. She doesn't put herself, she it's it's like that logic of like, why? Yeah. I'm either doing it or I'm not doing it. Yep. <laughs> Does it make sense to do it? Great. Yep. Oh. <laughs> you know, there's no like
1: I'm thinking about it. It's <laughs> yeah. It's very quick. It's very I mean, it's it's very Ravenclaw of her. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It, and her calmly like
0: Neville's like I want to go. Jenny's I want to go. And like we mentioned before, her very calmly saying, without asking anybody, mm-hmm. just points out all the people as she counts. I count six. <laughs> What's the problem? Like, she's not being rude yeah, here, like- <laughs> but she's just being bl- bl- brutally honest yep. again. <laughs> yep. She's like logically calling everyone out while also getting to the point
1: immediately. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she's like we just really need to go. Yeah, I love it. She's a great. <laughs> yeah, she's a great addition to that team and. Yeah, it is. It, she, like, <laughs> it breaks my heart at the end of book five when she's putting up the signs because people steal things from her. Oh, yes. I'm like, yes. this is tragic. <laughs> like, that is not yeah. okay. And she's not bothered. And she's so <laughs> chill
0: about it. She's like, no, 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 they bother, come don't. back? I'm bothered. And that scene is so important for Harry. Yeah. It's so important for Harry. He's talked to so many people at this point trying to figure out how to get over the death mm-hmm. of this person he put as a father figure for himself. Yeah. And Luna's the only one who calms him down. And he says that. He's like, she she believes in such extraordinary things. Yeah. That that energy, you know, when she says, Well, we'll see them again. Mm-hmm of course, relating to her mother,
1: which she very
0: honestly answers. There is no hesitation. She's come to terms with it completely. But her at nine years old watching her mom die from a backfiring of her own experimental spell
1: in front of her. That's traumatic. Harry has trauma, but he never, he doesn't remember his parents. He did finally see Sirius die. Like that was like, she's just casual day and mom is experimenting with stuff and
0: And we don't know what that looked like. No, we don't get a description. No, we don't know if she just passed out and died or if she was blown up. Like we truly don't know. And speaking about being blown up, it is not described as exactly what happens when she is taken out at the Department of Mysteries. She is about to lock a door Mm -hmm. and then is thrown across the room into a table Yeah. By five Death Eaters. Yeah, I'm like, overkill much. How did she survive? I have no idea. Wow. I don't know what's, spe- they obviously didn't use the killing curse. So I don't know what spells they used,
1: but that girl is strong.
0: Yeah, if she was, because like, when Mag- that. McGonagall
1: gets hit with like three, right? And gets s- sent to St. Mundo's at her age. Yeah. Yeah. She's a strong one. Yeah. <laughs> Harry does describe her in book six as tougher than people think she is. Oh, And I'm absolutely. like, yeah, he knows. And he's not wrong. Yeah. Her saying she liked DA because it was like oh having friends God. broke my I heard, heart. I wrote the quote is says, I enjoy the meetings too. It was like having friends. And I was went, yeah. oh my God. Oh. Someone hug her and tell her she's perfect, yeah. please. Oh gosh. Yeah. I think it's great that she... But he asks her to the... It's so sweet. The party. Yeah, it's the perfect... Like, he doesn't have any pressure. I love... I love that when he asks yeah. her, she's relieved that it's... Yes. He, as friends. That she as was, friends. Yeah. She's yeah. only yeah. hesitant when she's like, ooh, I don't like you like this. Yeah, yeah. She was, like, surprised <laughs> and yeah. then,
0: like, immediately excited yeah. once. He was, like, as friends. Yeah. It's so platonic. <laughs> like, their friendship is just so platonic. And it... Yeah. <laughs> There is a lot of fanfic out there of them getting together. Oh, yeah. And I could see it working. Yeah. I could see it working. I think Jenny fits him best. Yeah. Luna is really, really good being in his circle of friends. Yeah. I think he needs someone like Luna because she she does put such a different
1: look on things. Yeah. I think she was an important person to be there for him. Like, book five was really dark for Harry. And mm-hmm. I th- yeah. I think yeah. she specifically brought him, was like there when he needed someone to, to remind him. And she mm-hmm. is always that person yeah. for him. She does it again later. She does it book seven. a, a yeah. few times.
0: She does it book six. She does it book seven. Mm-hmm. She's she's very observant of other people yeah. and understands them. She doesn't care what other people think of her. No. But she's
1: very
0: yeah. <laughs> very observant of it. Her yeah. commentating oh my God, it was one of my second favorite match things I never realized was,
1: the, was a thing until the books and
0: I went, this is it's amazing. so fucking amazing. Oh, that was a swear. I'm so sorry. It was so <laughs>
1: funny. <laughs> then we get one, right? We get one. Or yeah, two. yeah. I mean, that was a good moment to waste oh, it on. because so like, it's, it yeah. it's really it's funny. So good. And, like, Magana would go watching her and then her ch- describing She, like, clouds. knew it was a bad idea from the start.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I like Ginny. She's really nice. Zachariah Smith. I think he feels the loot Like, you know, whatever she says about the loser. But, like oh my gosh, that was so yeah funny, yeah. and she like just and and people are like what and I what I love about it is how much Ron oh loved yeah Ron Ron like has fought people over Quidditch yeah he like has constant fights with Dean mm-hmm. over
1: the soccer team Sheamus, one of the two Seamus about soccer I teams think. and stuff yeah. Seamus yeah, yeah yeah I think Seamus yeah
0: one of the two yeah um, and he you know he's like so avid like he's such a huge Quidditch person yeah. And for him to genuinely love, yeah, her, her stuff, like to the point where she's like, uh, "I know you're making fun of me," and he's like, "No, no, no but
1: for real, that was great." I mean, like, <laughs> if you're on the field and you're hearing this, like, what a way to like release the tension of like all of his fear <laughs> to hear Luna be like that clown. Yeah. Was, like, like, and it's enough that McGonagall yeah. actually takes over. Like, of all, yeah, the- she starts screaming. Over the thing. (laughs) This is the score. Of all the bad commentators she's had, I don't know that she's ever physically, like, taken over commentation. No, 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 no. no. She
0: just, like, screams at Lee a lot to, like, get it together. It's so good. Which I'm so disappointed was in the
1: movies because they're so funny. Oh,
0: it's, like, Uh, her, yeah, yeah, her
1: comment, the the drama with the commentator at Quidditch matches needed to exist in the movies. It's
0: like so funny like their banter was yeah. just hysterical i mean lee's great yeah. lovely and i'm so mad that he's not in the movies more yeah but also though and ron their little friendship that just keeps getting better yep. when she without asking pulls out all the schmutz on her yeah, bag i wrote out like no from dumbledore yeah and just like doesn't even ask like just like dumps it into ron's arms yeah like there's other people around but she just like dumps it into ron's arms yeah. without asking does it and then when she takes it all back and ron's like like, interested. Yeah. He's like, what's this? She's like, oh, it's a good root. You can keep it. It's used for these things. Goodbye. Okay, yeah.
1: She brings out like a green onion. Whatever. A large spotted uh-huh. toadstool. That's the Girdy root. Yep, yep. And cat litter <laughs> looking stuff. Yep. Looking <laughs> stuff. Yes. Who
0: really knows
1: <laughs> yep. what it is.
0: Yep. And Ron takes it all and he, like, in stride. Yeah. Thinks it's funny. He loves it. He's like, yeah. yeah. No, she's pretty great. Like, we like her, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that she grew on oh, him. Gosh, That's very cute. And I think... Book seven is where she does two things. Well, three things, Mm -hmm. honestly, that are probably some of the most impressive things of the book in its fullest. Mm -hmm. And she's not in this a whole ton either. Mm -hmm. But she recognizes Harry. Oh, my God. When he's under the Polyjuice potion. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite things in this whole series. Um, because she's that observant. She's yeah. she is that observant of other people. She knows him from how he's holding himself and his expression. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. How many people can do that? Yeah, I mean, you you have it set up where like Arthur and and Lupin are all screaming about, "Tell me what I know, tell me something." And she's like, you know, like bring her as like a detector, like just right. The perfect guard. It's so impressive and really attests to how much she really understands what's going on around her and truly doesn't care. (laughs) The other thing is keeping her attitude when she's at Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Her not letting that bother her at all. Mm -hmm. She is the same Luna. She, if she wasn't down there, Ollivander would be dead. Yeah, I that
1: friendship down, is really sweet. And like he makes her a all of wand would be dead. like right away. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, it's really wonderful. Yeah. And then the last thing which makes me cry and I'm so mad that
0: they didn't put it in the movie yeah. that she does that also would have ended the series if she wasn't there is when the Dementors yes. come and attack the castle and the three of them can't do it. Like mm-hmm. like Harry can't pull a Patronus at all. He's so, yeah. and Hermione's not helping. She's just screaming at Harry to do yeah. it. Yeah. As their otter and their dog Mm -hmm, gets out mm -hmm. and fizzles out and Luna's rabbits the first with two other DA members like Ernie and Seamus and they all do that. And she's the one who kneels next to Harry and whispers to him and is like, you can do it. I'm like tearing up thinking about it. Yeah. She's like, you can do it, too. We're
1: all here. There's things Like, like we're all here. We're still fighting. We're yeah. all here. There's things to be happy about. Yeah. How? Girl! Like, I can't. I can't. And, she, and he does it. And he does yeah. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. That moment was, I forgot, existed and was absolutely beautiful. Because it's not in the movie at all. Yeah. It's so good. And it's so important. It's
0: it's such yeah. a cool moment. Mm-hmm. It pulls in other characters that you don't get, like that the Ernie, mm-hmm. uh, who also yeah. came to his defense that day that Luna did as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. You have Seamus, mm-hmm. who... Spent almost a whole year denying it, doubting yeah. Harry. Mm-hmm. That little moment is beautiful, and her explicitly whispering to Harry. Yeah. So it's just this moment is just for him. Yeah. That there's something say, worth fighting for. We're still standing yeah. here. We're still fighting. Yeah.
1: So, oh, yeah. It's a pivotal. They all would have died. Yeah. They all would have died. It's amazing. And I, in book seven, we do get to meet her dad, which is really wonderful. Yes, I love that Xenophilius. I love that she says she told her dad they should wear dress robes, and he said that sun colors yeah. brings luck, and brings luck. I started noticing in this book when things are questioned about her dad, like she very specifically believes everything her dad yeah. tells her without question. Yeah. And I think there's something really kind of beautiful about that, that blind faith relationship yeah. between
0: the two of them. She doesn't have anybody else. Yeah. It, it, she, it's she didn't have anyone else until DA. the portraits in her room are beautiful. Are beautiful They're stunning. Yeah. She's her skills are beautiful. The chain, which is just friends, this friends, 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 friends made as a chain over. to connect them together. Oh, like I like that they weren't creeped out by stunning. it. That they saw
1: it and it was described as beautiful
0: no it's beautiful yeah it's and and even yeah they didn't move like portraits but they looked almost like they were breathing yeah i want to see her paint those like, guys like right yeah and she's one of the few characters that has tons like she has lots of hobbies yeah she does she does a lot of things um and not a lot of characters have hobbies yeah so it's cool to see that she does you know she does yeah. she does she goes to things. sweden
1: to like try to find the whatever creature they were searching for that so yeah with her <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: like yeah, her and her dad do all sorts of stuff yeah. and it's really sweet oh it's very cool yeah i, I love ron seeing her when she's dancing there mm-hmm. and he's like she's something yeah like in a very positive yeah light. she
1: just doesn't get, like she liked a song so she danced to it something else she does that's really mm-hmm. important that you don't i don't think you see in the movies yeah. maybe you do i have to i have to remember but she is the one who, when Dobby dies, closes his eyes. Uh, she does help, okay, and says, she and says he there. now he can be sleeping to help Harry deal with that, and mm-hmm. is the first one to start offering thanks and starting kind of the funeral yeah for Dobby and turns to I don't Ron think she speaks at the funeral but she definitely yeah in the yeah and I think she does the eyes in there. the book it says that she does a speech like with thanking him yeah and, and turns to Ron and starts Calling like yeah like it's it's beautiful because no one knows what yeah. to do and she's the one who like oh. takes charge of the moment and gives, we're doing it or not doing yeah, it gives him a funeral <laughs> and then later is described as like mm-hmm. placing lavender in a jam jar at his grave. like it, it's yeah. She knows what's important. I think that comes yeah. from her mom's early death. I think it comes from her loneliness. Yeah. Like, it, it, she might be odd, but man, her priorities are straight, I think. And she, she can. I mean, she reads people yeah. like she she
0: fully understands them, yeah. which is so, so, so cool. And going off of that, I know this last book we've been skipping around a lot, yeah. but even at the end where Harry's having a hard time, he's having a moment, the book is over, mm-hmm. the, the, or the war is over, yeah. rather, and everything, and she she casually comes by him. She's like, you know, if I were you, I'd want to be alone. Yeah. She's like, great. And she goes, I'll head him off. You should use your yeah, she cloak.
1: distracts him. It's like, oh, look at this, whatever creature she says yeah. to distract everyone. <laughs> oh. And it's her idea yeah. for him
0: to go, and he gets to have a little moment yeah, without people bum rushing him and everything. Yeah. She.
1: It's she's, beautiful. I she's really great. <laughs> she's such a good character, and I, you're right. Like what you said when we started talking about her, she doesn't grow. We just kind of get to know her, and she gets friends, and she gets yeah. like people in her life. But she didn't need to grow. She needed. No. She needed friends, and she needed yeah. a new, like a a school fa- like a new family. And she yeah, she's just such a a quirky character, and a and a an oddball but so wise which just is she's the perfect person to go to for advice if you really needed honest advice oh yeah
0: (laughs) i also love because she's so excited with this idea of friends and everything Mm -hmm. and is kind of new to this sharing and enjoying Mm -hmm. she jumps at the chance to to help with anything Mm -hmm. and when she takes harry up to the tower Mm It's a riddle, yep. and it it says, you know, what what came first, the the, the flames or the phoenix? And she goes, well, "What do you think?" Harry? Yes. <laughs> it's just like super, like this is what friends do. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, <laughs> and when he's like, "No, we don't have time for this," she's like, eh, "You're right." And, and then like the answer ready, immediately like,
1: <laughs> didn't want him to feel left out of this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. And then her stunning,
0: stunning electo. Yeah, that's the girl. Yeah, out, Carol's name. Yeah. Electo. And her doing it. And then like, because she's still under the cloak. She does it. It's super loud. It knocks her completely off her feet. Mm -hmm. And her comment is, oh, I've only ever done this in DA. This is really loud. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So she must have, she must have meant it. Because also in when she was fighting and helped Mm Ginny and saved Ginny's life in the Department Mm -hmm. of Mysteries, she did not use the stunning spell. Yeah. She cast like an explosion, something yeah. near that Death Eater to get him to let go yeah. of her. And, and then she obviously cast the spells to lock the doors yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So for her to mean it so much, to blow this woman off her feet yeah. and not just like, oh, stun, crumple, like, yeah,
1: <laughs> like, Luna meant it. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is this like, a- you do not mess with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the first time it, probably she's attacked someone directly. That was intense. I loved it. I was, yeah. I was brilliant. It's so calm about it. So chill. And she does get another <laughs> friend in this book. And I know I notated like when she's when Dean comes and stays with them at Fleurs and Bills, where like she's yeah. chatting his ear off about something and he's just kind of taking it and being nice. And then yeah. very specifically, Dean extends his hand, hand to Luna to get the fight. I'm like, she's got another yeah. one. I was just like, oh, because yeah. like, you know they would have spent time at uh Yeah, they spent time together for a while. Yeah. This is really sweet. No, I was like, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, so, yeah. she's so good. She's, and I, I'm so sad that it took me until three years ago to like read the last Because you didn't get Luna. I didn't get Luna really, and I, did I didn't you? get Jenny. I mean, I didn't She is yeah. still Luna
0: in the movies. Yeah. I will say the yeah. movies do her justice. I do they think just so. obviously had to get rid of a lot of her yeah. stuff cuz they need to fit into 2 hours, again. Yeah.
1: But still there's so much more yeah. fun. I didn't get either of these characters full out until I yeah, read truly. the books. So it was yeah. It was really cool to go back and see them grow and see them get the friends that they deserve, watch the friendships grow, see how they yeah. are super important to the characters, the main characters, the golden trio. Mhm. And how the necessary they are to the Golden Trio, yeah, and their their endings. Mm -hmm. I think how
0: Jenny's is a little bit like uh, part of it's great, part of it's rough. Luna's makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, They did put her together with Neville at the end of the movies. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, she ends up being married to a Scamander. Yeah. I did. I'm like, I want to know what happens to her in canon after this. I'm like, that's she really cool. Because travels, she travels the world with him. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Her and Neville, I totally could see coming together and dating for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But Neville's very much a very sweet homebody. Yeah, would love to stay at Hogwarts,
1: and she needs to move. Yeah, I think they would remain (laughs) close friends for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they didn't quite. They weren't the yin to the yang. You know, they just didn't quite match. She needs to travel. She
0: needs to to go do things. So I think that makes a lot of sense for them. Yeah, I mean, these two girls, part of the the trio, having Neville be so important to both of them. And like you said, they were needed. Yeah. They were needed by the trio. They If they were not there, this would not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They all had different parts mm-hmm. to help and uh, filled in where the trio had gaps yeah. in their strengths. All of their weaknesses were filled in by those. Yeah. Three, which was really, really great. Yeah, and I love that for
1: that. I do too. This is probably be a very long episode, which I'm totally fine with. Because <laughs> these are two very like we covered a lot, and these are two really yeah. wonderful characters. And I love kind of diving yes. into the real like how do they grow? When are they mentioned in the books? And I love this friendship that they develop. It felt natural. Yeah. It felt like they went through things together before they became like it. Really beautiful heroines to have like these these two witches yeah. are. Are really great, and we
0: don't get very many uh, named girlfriends. Yeah, so it's nice to to have that. Just to, another head canon mm-hmm. that I've seen is that Jenny is trans. Oh. I saw a headcanon that Molly wanted a, a boy or a girl, another girl, and that Jenny is is trans and Molly was thrilled because now she gets a girl. Oh,
1: I love that idea. And I was like, oh, that's a cute that's a cute headcanon. I like <laughs> it a lot. the 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 fans of this series are really I think the most fascinating part of it. I think it mm-hmm. it came at a time that was very important for people to find kind of that escape and magic. In the world and a lot of other things have gone down that make this series sad sometimes to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah. But the fans of it and what people are doing with creating their own head, like their own canons of yeah. it and what they're like, it, it's really beautiful. The head cannons is where it's, it's at. It's really wonderful <laughs> and it's really cool. I highly recommend exploring that aspect of this fandom yeah. because it's absolutely amazing and I love it. And there's an ownership in it that I really... I really love mm-hmm. in this taking fandom. the kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's really wonderful, and I I'm so happy we started with them. I'm so happy yes, this season too. too. We have so much like I have so many other notes on so many other characters. Like it, Ugh, there's so much it's gonna to be yeah, good. It's gonna be a fun season. It's perfect for spooky season, uh, and I thank you yes. guys so much for listening to us talk about these, you know, <laughs> crazy wonderful witches. So. Yes, these lovely ladies, we love to see it. Yes, thank you all so much, and uh, come back next time for more. Yes, (laughs) see you then. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Tune in next week as we explore the rest of the Weasley women and our favorite Beauxbatten champion, Fleur Delacour. If you enjoyed listening today, we'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast and share with friends. If you really enjoyed our discussion, you can find more behind the scenes content, a peek at our research notes, and even entire bonus episodes on Patreon. Each month we release a full After Hours episode where we will discuss each movie adaptation and don't hold back. You can reach us on social
0: media. Links to all of our platforms can be found in our About section. Until next time, this has been Damsels and Dialogue. Have a nice day. And fuck turfs. This podcast episode is sponsored by Windermere Wands. You can find them at windermerewands.com. It's also produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions.